official controller podcast is now the property of Zudamax Media. Don't forget to like, share, and leave a review wherever you found this show. Zudamax Media is the world's largest streaming service straight out of Mexico. Hello and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 74. Yeah, that's right, Bobby, the lofty heights. Achievements and trophies with me, George, as always joined by Bobby. Platinum Sekiro to my barely a bronze in Uno. How's it going? Good, good. I feel a little better. I was kind of sick during the week. I've been on your, I've been on tenterhooks. I mean, Eva's been in, mopping your brow. Mm-hmm. I've been in and out, changing your bed linen. I appreciate uh, it. You know. Dad was sweating, bro. It was not good. I mean, I feel a little. I feel much better than last week. You've been that out of it. You didn't know that you've pretty much what we'd call grand slammed and linked every bodily fluid the human body can create into those pressed white linen sheets of Tom's. <laughs> I don't know how happy he's going to be about that, but uh, yeah, I was working an extra shift down at the laundromat in a hazmat suit because we can't afford for both of us to be ill. No, because that means there'd be no. No podcast. And I noticed I was sweating so much, I lost a shade of red in my hair. Wow. I got to get that back. How are you going to do that? Vitamins. You call them vitamins, I call them vitamins. Tomato, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> potato, potato. Really? You guys call them vitamins? <laughs> vitamins. 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 It sounds, like, it sounds way cooler. Uh, I don't Some know. of the stuff you got, no, it sounds like a vitamin. Like, what vitamin. are you guys taking? A vitamin. It, sounds, vitamin. it, it even sounds like a vitamin name. That you would take for something. Vitamins. Buy vitamins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Okay, well, luckily you've crawled back from Death's Door. You slapped the Grim Reaper around the face, mm-hmm. DDT'd him, then RKO'd him through a table. If you don't know what they are, well, you'd have to just Google it. To the newcomers, Bobby, let's give them a rundown. We've got some news coming up. Within that news, there's going to be a plethora of all the sorts of news you could possibly imagine Probably one for every trifecta of gaming or four quadfecta of gaming, you could imagine. Then we're going to go into the feature, which is all about trophies, a little bit of a history of the trophy and the achievement. And then we're going to ask each other in the audience what was their hardest or maybe the one that got them beat or their proudest achievement. Then it's Listener Stingray, where we look through everyone's pickups for the week. Bish, bosh, bosh. The real man drives up the drive. He pops his boot. We pick... uh, Game of the week. We also read out the new releases. Then we have a VHS, which I've been in the habit of forgetting, good friend. I've been getting mm-hmm. in the habit <laughs> of forgetting. Good job you're here to rein me in, that's for sure, because I'm pretty sure at the two-hour 40 mark, people are like, well, hang on a minute. I want this podcast to continue so I can find out what VHS <laughs> George is picking. 100%. That's the highlight of the show. The whole highlight of the show. That's why we keep them hanging on till the end. And then the show ends as we hang out pick up our coats off the coat hangers and we get ready for the bell to ring at school when I ask you what you're hoping to play for the gaming week. But the show, let me tell you one thing, Bobby, the show cannot begin. Odders, haul yourself over to the right-hand side of the road, friend. Grip that wheel as I ask Bobby, what you been playing? I've been playing, you know, nothing unusual here. 
Zombie Army 4. Oh, that's banned which now. I'm almost done. We okay. should be done today. This, this get, is the gold. This is the gold. Get the platinum, get that out of the way. But I've also been playing uh, Strange Brigade, which is by the same developer. Mm. So I've been kind of on a co-op. Give me a bit spree. of a give me a bit more info on Strange Brigade. So basically if it's the same kind of uh, gameplay as Zombie Army. You can put, you know, one to four players. You uh, kill a bunch of hordes of enemies as you fight bosses and collect things. But this game, there's uh, puzzles to figure out. So you might have to have one guy go on the other side of the screen to read like hieroglyphics. It's set in Egypt, 1930. Mm. And then you would have to shoot a door with the corresponding... Uh, Hieroglyphs that your friends, yeah, yeah, stuff right. like that. There's little puzzles you can do. So it's it's not as uh, bloody or anything. It's more like, you know, I guess teenage friendly for your kids. You can play with nothing crazy. Yeah, okay. But that was pretty fun. I mean, we were raised on Robocop versus Terminator and Fatalities of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Combat. for us, I mean, listen, we're fine. For us. I'm talking about like, you know, maybe the young kids. Yeah, the young, yeah, you know. It's not 1980 no more, you know. Is that is that all you've been playing? Pretty much, yeah. I, okay. I'm really a, a two two game guy. Well, Very seeing, rarely I could do three. Seeing as the PS5's coming out, I've been playing PS3 and PS2. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing GTA 4. I'm, I'm right near the end game of that. I've just done the Undertaker mission, so we're very, very close. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's GTA 4. Not really much to say about that. I'm still enjoying it, although it's getting to be... This will be the second or third time I've finished it now, so it's getting to be a little bit of a slog towards the end, mm-hmm. I have to admit. I've uh, been playing a little bit more God of War collection, which um, I don't need to labor on. I've been enjoying. I've also, this is going to be a bit interesting to you. Tomb Raider Legend on PS2 is actually stunning, and you can play it in progressive scan as well, in widescreen, and it looks fantastic. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? I don't think I ever played a Lara Croft on PS2 or PS, on PS2. It's pretty good, this one. Yeah, I played the original three, I think, on PS on PlayStation. Yeah, and then I played the rebooted one on PS3. So I'm I'm way, I'm missing a whole middle. You're not missing that much, but something can be said that's good about Anniversary and Legend for sure. Uh, And I think there's a third one in that trilogy called Underworld. Yeah, yeah, which was very much in the style. To be fair, very very similar to Drake's Uncharted. Um. I've been playing Gran Turismo 4. Okay. Because why not? I got myself uh, an old school PS2 force feedback wheel. Coupled with Gran Turismo 4, that is one hell of a realistic experience. This wheel must have cost probably twice as much as the PlayStation back in 2004, back in 2005. But now, mere pennies. And the force feedback on it is absolutely incredible. So... I'll see if it, I think it works on PS3, but I think there's some sort of chip in there stopping it from working on PS4. So it's literally my retro gaming wheel. And I suppose with that all said and done, Bobby, we don't want to labor on it too much. I don't want to give people a deep dive. Unless people want me to deep dive a PlayStation 2 game, I think it's probably a little unnecessary. So it's time <laughs> for the news. We've scoured the very darkest regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, now. No, now we know what won't work. Sony's published a list of PlayStation 4 games that won't currently play on the PlayStation 5 through backwards compatibility. 
They said 1%, Bobby. Uh, I think across a, a scheme of 4,000 games, this is less than 1%, but there are some that won't work. The good news is selection is extremely small at this stage, and the manufacturer has reiterated that the overwhelming majority of its current-gen console library will be compatible with its fresh format, many of which will also support the system's game boost feature, which may make PS4 games run with a higher or smoother frame rate. The following games, however, cannot be played on the PS5 and will be marked appropriately on the PlayStation Store to reflect this. EWVR, Afro Samurai 2, Revenge of the Kuma Volume 1, TT Isle of Man, Ride on the Edge 2, Just Deal With It, Shadow Complex Remastered, Robinson the Journey, We Sing, Hitman Go Definitive Edition, Shadwen, Joe's Diner. Bobby, you better cancel that pre-order, friend, because it looks like you won't be able to play Just Deal With It going forward. So it's time to... Can I be honest? Yeah. i never heard of one game that you just listed. Shadow Complex Remastered was a game I played on 360 and actually quite enjoyed. It's a Metroidvania-type game made by mm. Chair Software, I think. Some form of uh, furniture, chair or table. I don't really know. Uh, Robinson The Journey is probably one of the weakest PSVR games I've played. It looks amazing, but it's not that great. Also, for those listening, there's been some clarification on the camera. I pre-ordered the PlayStation 5 camera, and I'll continue to keep it on pre-order. But apparently, I was thinking that this was going to be one all-in-one solution, that the PlayStation 4 camera is needed for PSVR, so you need to get that free adapter off Sony. The PlayStation 5 camera doesn't support PSVR. So a little bit of confused messaging there. I don't know whether it's global greed to want to sell another peripheral to you. Um, but yeah, I think the camera mainly aimed at streamers and other bits and bobs, which isn't really me. I know I've had a dipped me toe in the old water shipmate there, but uh, I'm about as popular on YouTube as athlete's foot in the gym. <laughs> so Maybe one day I'll I'll go back to that, but maybe not. I, I could be described as the athlete's foot of the internet as well. A little bit itchy, slightly irritating, causes flaky skin in your socks. I mean, that's me summed up. I ought to put that on my CV, really, Bob. Oh, my God. <laughs> How would you describe me as an illness? Bro, you're just an ill person. I'm just like- an ill... Like oh. in the in the in the dopest slang you can think of, like yo, who's George, man? He's my ill friend. He's my ill friend, and yeah. there I am. And they know, they know what's up. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, look, they, a they, compliment they served up on a silver platter like that, Bobby. I will gorge on like I'm at a five star Michelin ret- restaurant. What's <laughs> <laughs> so? There we go. We got that covered off. You're not that bothered because, to be honest, friend, you say you'd never heard of those games. I haven't played one of those games for at least a couple of gen. Wouldn't mind giving Shadow Complex another go, but if it means I can't play it on a PS5, I'm not that bothered. Yeah, me neither. I was planning on packing away the PS4 and putting it in the console museum. So technically, I could just put, you know, put the PS4, You or if you're getting a PS5, you could put the PS4 away yeah. and play all the games on the PS5. Absolutely, yeah. That seems awesome. to be what they've committed to. Bar these, obviously extraneous games that you can't play yeah yeah i think that's good because that means the ps3 can stay out the ps2 can stay out and that's Mm -hmm. one two and three covered the four shame really because the four's been a good workhorse but drop kicked in a box and lobbed in the loft there it goes 
or not yeah. loft, it'll go in the, the secondary storage area. There you go. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, what's going on here? We got the blind leading the blind. Uh, kudos to Microsoft. They've been making great strides to making gaming assess- as accessible as possible to as many people as possible. In 2018, for example, it released the Xbox Adaptive Controller design, primarily to meet the needs of gamers with, with limited mobility. Now, in an attempt to make this next-generation console just a little more accessible, it's added uh, tactical indicators over ports to assist anyone who is virtually who is visually impaired. According to Microsoft's inclusive tech lab lead, Bryce Johnson, it should also help with the reach-around cabling and cable management in general. While it's not necessary a complete solution just yet, it certainly seems like a fantastic inclusive feature. Yeah, I, uh, I stumbled across that and thought, that's an interesting story. And apparently it's to help the visually impaired. Then I thought to myself, and again, this is me being an uneducated yob, I thought to myself, Blind people can't play video games. Well, there's varying different degrees of blindness. And I found a guy on the internet, I can't remember his name, something, something, the blind gamer. So he certainly embraces his uh, visual impairment. uh, Yeah, so there's varying different grades. I actually see this as being, they're there to help people with the reach around in the UK is a little bit of a different uh, meaning. So whatever. I'm pretty sure it's a different meaning over here too. Yeah, <laughs> but Bryce is talking to the reach around cabling, which I see is actually the the actual reason they did it. And then someone said, actually, you can make a good news story out of this, but fair play. Anything to make the consoles more accessible is absolutely very much a must. Xbox becoming like the, the all-embracing machine there. So wonderful. Uh, no matter what you do, you can play an Xbox. That's amazing. Last bit of news. Doogie, go fetch your son and air. Bring him close <laughs> to the speaker, friend. Yes, Game Boy Matty, there is a heaven. A theme park dedicated to the iconic Nintendo gaming franchise will open its doors in early 2021. That kid just looked like he had 4,000 sweets. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Matty. This is how the internet works, friend. I come out the speaker, I talk to you. You've heard the music. Did you know Game Boy Matty thinks the unofficial controller theme tune is actually his own theme tune? Could be. He actually, I imagine that where he walked into a room and just automatically plays. It plays. It's his podcast. This is your podcast, Matty. This is your show. Super Nintendo World will finally welcome its first guests next spring when it opens as part of the Universal Studios Japan Complex in Osaka. The attraction is themed entirely on Nintendo games with heavy inspiration from the flagship Super Mario series. This isn't... <laughs> Matty, you've got me all of a tither now. I can't even speak properly. It's been... <laughs> it's been designed to appeal to all generations of gamers for those who have the original NES to modern fans with the latest Switch consoles and everything in between. Park chiefs have revealed guests will be able to take part in real-life Mario Kart ride yeah, that's right. And ride dedicated to Mario's faithful companion, Yoshi. In fact, leaked concept art suggests that the infamous Rainbow Road will be recreated. Careful if you have any sort of uh, photo seizure sensitivity there, because that might end up being a little bit bad <laughs> with the ability to launch bananas and shells from their cart. Can you imagine? 
It was originally due to open this year ahead of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, but the plans were forced to be shelved following the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, there's yet to reveal a specific opening date. However, park bosses are already giving fans a taster of what's to come in a series of newly released photos and the opening of a Nintendo-themed cafe in the park's Hollywood section. The world's first Mario cafe and store will offer exclusive themed food and merchandise, including Super Mario pancakes and sandwiches shaped like Mario and Luigi's iconic hats, as well as themed souvenir bottles, limited editions, drinks, and more. The exterior will feature oversized Mario and Luigi hat sculptures, as well as the iconic red-green colour scheme from the Mushroom Kingdom. What? You know, all they had to do was re-theme an Italian restaurant. Since when? Imagine Mario going into a restaurant and eating his own hat. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It's like uh, Disney World, though. Oh, you want a Mickey Mouse-themed pancakes? You know, it's just the same batter and the iconic chip of his head and ears, and it's $25. thing is, if you wanted a a restaurant to appeal to a mouse, you'd have to be serving a variety of different cheeses, and I don't Mm -hmm. know how well that's going to sit with the world's children population as they arrive en masse like locusts at Disneyland. Come in, come in, sit down. Or what's on the menu? Cheese, uh, the fondue, uh, there's some cheese-flavoured crisps, there's cheese, there's a cheese-flavoured water, or puddle water here for the mice amongst us. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be... You have a it's going to be... From the leaking faucet? You're going to need money to, to come here. What about this Nintendo-themed area? Are you excited for that? Or are you just so sort of... I mean, Game Boy Matt is listening right now, so you know, keep it, keep it, keep it positive. I mean, if you're a Nintendo fan, it's the main, right? I like Nintendo. If I had a kid, I I take them. What would the Sony? What would the Sony one be? Like Kratos, you go in and it's like, okay, is yeah, a bevy have, of hot you chicks. Definitely got to find everything that they have done, right? And then just throw them into a a, a theme park. You could have the adult section could be like. The ancient Greek gods, cradle section over there, you know, and togas and stuff like that. You could do like a crazy, <laughs> like forest adventure with Crash Bandicoot. You can, um, uh, you know, whatever, whatever else they created from their own line. You could definitely do a theme park like that. Why not? Okay. All right. Well, right. if it happens, they owe you at least two cents. I just want to go into the ancient Greek gods section. Yeah, you just be. Yeah, you just, that's, you, that's, that's it. I've, as I've been playing God of War this week, I've realised that uh, that game takes some indulgences, doesn't it? Like the old God of War, the original one. I was like, oh my goodness! I mean, even if I played that at a younger age when it was new, I think I'd have been like, oh, hey, when did it come out? The original, two thousand five, two thousand and four, two thousand and five, maybe. Yeah, it was fifteen years ago. I was like 20, I don't know how old I am. I'm 37. When, when you saw the digital boobies at that age, when they, I was were, hyped, cu- bro. When they were cutting edge graphics, were you like, get that door closed? Did you ever see uh, Fire and Ice, that uh, cartoon movie? Oh, I don't think I have, no. It's by that artist, Ralph. He did um, The Death Dealer. It's like the guy on a horse with the axe. Iconic that, photo. Frank uh, is a famous Ralph Bakshi. Yes, Ralph. That's who it is. He okay. drew that comic, that uh, that 
TV show, the cartoon I'm talking about, Fire and Oh, Ice. yeah. Do you know what? I, I've... That's weird because it yeah. was only this week I was deep diving because Ralph Bakshi did Lord of the Rings as well, didn't yes, he? Yes, yes, he did. Then he did Fire and Ice afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first... I, I mean, it was an adult. It was just a cartoon, but it was very... You know, the woman, she's barely covered there, here and there. Yeah. I saw that as a young age, and that has been piqued my interest even so now. Wow, okay. If I see anything like that, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, okay. Even at 37, it doesn't matter. So that's amazing for me. Let's be, let's be honest. Okay, Eva, lock yourself down in the safe room of Tom's, uh, the panic room. Uh, Bobby's coming in hot. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> uh, well, on that rather scary bombshell, I don't even feel safe. Obviously, we now both live in the same apartment. We're separated by a glass screen this week because you, you might have some sort of weird bio biohazard type illness. Mm-hmm. Patient zero. You've mutated it within your own body. It's took a slice of your own auburn hair and it's mutated into something that's deadly to a brunette like myself. Uh, the big question is, did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news that we missed? Do you think that me and Bobby should just give up the podcasting game? If so, message in right away. Let us know. Any feedback is good feedback. If they want to do that, Bobby, if they feel so incensed that we've missed some form of news out, and no doubt we've missed the all the people playing Xbox One Series Xs or whatever it's called, uh, and all that other all that other hot take on news every other podcast has got, how would they get, how would the collective masses interact with us and let us know that we are just not fit for purpose anymore? You can send us a message on our Instagram or Twitter at Unofficial Patrol Podcast. Yeah. But if you really want George to love you, send this man an email at questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com. Even to say hello, it would make his day. If I, if, oof. Bring in the mail back, Bobby. That's it. I would love at this point going forward to do have like a, a corrections and concerns part of the show where people like messaging last week in the news, you said this, but that's not true. You did yeah. this and you did that. You know that. what? I got some feedback. Okay. Oh, God. I was so excited just to think of my childhood of playing games with my friends. Yeah. That people like Mortal Kombat street fighter that's not co-op and you know what technically yeah you're right my bad so all those people that were yelling at me for the whole week listen i'm sorry okay i got a little excited but yes you are correct it's okay bobby i forgive you and if i forgive you it's okay the fans do too i'm sure because if they didn't care they wouldn't have told me Exactly. So that's, that's what that's, we want. That's we want to stir passions. We want the interaction. But let's face it. Once again, Bobby, as always, we're the show with listener interaction. It's not our show. It's their show. We are just the custodians, the station masters, the captains of the ship. We steer it where they want it to go. This week, the feature is about achievements and trophies. Every week, Bobby, we put up a post on social media, Twitter or Instagram. We ask for your information, your feedback, your memories your questions on the topic. We never get questions. We just get sort of personal statements about their, their, their childhood memory of said scenario or whatever. And one day I would love, a, love questions for us to field. That would yeah, be, that'd be that awesome. Would, that would be hot stuff, wouldn't it? But uh, we'll get there. 
We had the, uh, me and Tom did a behind the scenes special where we asked, answered questions, which was quite cool. But uh-huh. now that we, maybe on the run up to Christmas, we could have another one of those where people can ask you questions. Yeah, that'd be cool. A Bobby special. Let's see. If we're the number one podcast in the USA by that point in time, I think you'd be worth a question or three. Anyway, let's skip to the, let's skip handheld. Let's, let's break with convention, Bobby. We're not social distances. Let's hold hands and skip together down the yellow brick road. Achievements and trophies. You know, dear listener, it wasn't all that long ago we played games just for the fun of it. We could play and finish a game and throw it to one side. So where did the idea come from? Well, you'd be surprised to hear. Technically, it's a little older than you think. It's back to 1982 with Activision's patches for high scores. This was a system by which game manuals instructed players to achieve a particular high score. Take a photo of the score display on the television and send in the photo to receive a physical iron-on style patch in a fashion somewhat similar to a Boy Scout earning a Scout badge. That is ice cold cool. This system was set up across many Activision titles regardless of platform, and though most of their games were on the popular Atari 2600 games on the Intellivision, ColecoVision, Atari 5200, and at least one title on the Commodore 64, also included similar instructions with patches as a reward. Patches would be sent with a letter from the company, often written as if it were from a fictional character like Pitfall Harry, congratulating the player on the achievement. By the end of 1983, Activision's new games no longer included these achievements, but the company would still honour the process for their older games. Did you know about that, Bobby? Not the mail-in patches, no, no, but I knew about the high score and stuff like that. But that's pretty awesome. Mm. I would have loved to have been a kid that, 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 at that time. Imagine it. Imagine going Imagine to school. Imagine you send in a mail... And a couple of weeks later, you get a little patch. I mean, who has that patch? No one. Imagine a dude going to school, right, with a Walkman on, over-the-ear headphones, a sleeveless denim vest. Oh, bro, I had one of those, dude. Covered with a mullet, covered in these high-score patches. That, that was, kid oh. would have been so cool. If you looked at him, you'd have just frozen stiff in the street. I mean, and that was such a style back in the day, too, man. Just patches on his jean jacket. That would have been an awesome jean jacket to have. To be that kid. Mm-hmm. Let, I'll let you continue. But what about Xbox? Yes. Uh, well, yes, it is uh, that they are considered to have brought them back, and certainly in the mainstream zygist of gaming. In 2005, the 360 launched, and with, with it came their achievement system. We can all remember our first, but maybe up, we definitely remember that we had at first where we saw the achievement unlock uh, flashed up by the screen. And for most of us, we were hooked from then on. Did you, um, did you play 360 in that era, Bobby? Yeah. Cause I played left for dead with my cousin. What uh, did you think the first time that flashed upon the screen achievement unlocked? Was you, was your, did no, you I was like, like, what is that? What is that? What is that? Because what I didn't, didn't make any sense in the game. Like they were little game stuff. erratic. Like, what's that? What's that? What's that? Like, what Tell that? me more. What, what happened? What is that? And he's like, oh, it's just an achievement. What is, what is an achievement? He goes, oh, it's just something the game does to make it, you know, a little bit more fun. So I was, uh, like, I was curious, but then he didn't really look into this, into, into it for me. I'm like, right. no, bro, stop the game. Hit pause. Like, oh, right. Yeah, like I wanted to know. And then all of a sudden I saw a bunch of little things and I'm like, I think there was, I forgot if Left or Dead one or two, but well, one of them, the achievement was beat the game with just a pistol. And I'm like, 
who is mad enough to do this, man? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, that's crazy. So I just kind of like, kind of forgot about it. And it wasn't my game anyway. So I just played with him. But every now and then you do something and something would pop up. I'm like, oh my God, look, we got another one. Well, uh, following suit, Valve would attach them to their Steam platform in 2007 and finally Sony would catch up implementing trophies on their PlayStation system. To this day, Nintendo have yet to add such a feature and at this point one wonders if they ever will. But what are these legendary things we talk of? Well, if you don't know, oh my goodness, where have you been? Video game developers can add them on supported platforms for finishing a level, achieving a high score, mocking you for failure, they reward exploration or experimentation, or they can just drop like confetti for doing the most basic things with the game. So we asked on social media this week, what's your toughest, proudest, or even what got you, which one got you beat? They messaged in in their thousands. These lucky few plucky heroes are able to unlock the achievement which is being on the unofficial controller podcast, Bobby. Bling. Kudos <laughs> to Microsoft. Uh Bobby laughed so hard he headbutted his own mic off the table. Is it even plugged in this week? We don't even know. What's oh, wrong with this? Oh, it definitely is. Kid? It definitely. I was so excited. <laughs> You're trophy mad. Uh, kudos to Microsoft for bringing it back into the zeitgeist. Where would we be without them? And I think, I think, what I think about these trophies and these uh, achievements is that it gives you. It allows the developer to pull you deeper into the game to further admire their product and appreciate the hard work and effort they've put into it. When it when it's done right, it feels amazing. Yeah, you know when you go, oh, I didn't I didn't know this area existed, or I mm-hmm. didn't know I could do this, or the games rewarded me for looking at this different thing or doing these, you know, rare things in a game. All of a sudden, the developers you know, leaving little breadcrumbs around for you to follow so you can fully understand and explore the level artistry that goes into these things. Wonderful idea. So yeah. full-on kudos. Seemingly a little bit to Activision, though, does that really count? One wonders. Full kudos to Microsoft for... Uh, I mean, this is something that's going to remain in gaming forever, one would imagine. A true legacy to the Xbox brand. Mm-hmm. As I say... We messaged, we reached out on social media as we do every week and asked for people's thoughts, opinions, comments, or questions. We normally get a host of people come back. First person to unlock the trophy. What's this trophy going to be called? What's this achievement called? Do you think the first comment? Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Quick draw McGraw, achievement unlocked. Boba Loba. What's he got to say? He says, this is an easy one for me as I'm not really an achievement hunter. Uh, Proudest and hardest is through the fires of hell for beating the extreme track Inferno 4 on Trials Fusion. Wow. Here's an extract from the description on trueachievements.com. Inferno 4 is the hardest track in the game and is unlocked by earning a total of 110 medals and completing the greater cater once you unlock Inferno 4, you'll need to complete it in under 30 minutes and 500 volts to unlock this achievement. All respect to Boba Loba. Definitely. Uh, thanks for messaging in. And I'm bowing, if you could see it on a visual medium, I'm bowing to your ability. If the first achievement was quick draw, McDraw, the second achievement 
It's called Hey Folks, I Can Draw. It's Comic Pictures 79, okay? He's the artist of the show. If your comment's deemed worthy enough, you can uh, get a selection of his art, one of his arts from his selection on Etsy. Comic Pictures 79 says, I've got every Achievo out of all three Dark Souls games, so there's that. That's, Not one to boast, Adam, but well done. Awesome. That, that is. is a hell of an achievement, and one, if again, if you could see me, I am bowing. Yeah, um, that's, that's amazing. Japanese style. See Pliskin, what would his trophy be? Oh, it's... Uh, Ireland's Finest. Ireland's Finest. Yeah. I like it. He says, trophies have never been a priority for me, but I think this one... I have no interest is the death by disco trophy in 2016's Ratchet and Clank. Something about the idea of replaying the game again, but only using the Groovatron for the sake of a trophy just seems too <laughs> time consuming and unsatisfying. It's true. But listen, some trophies can be a grind. Big time. Some trophies could just be annoying that you want to do it. And some of them make a lot of sense. Like collectible trophies. Every game has them. Yeah. So I don't mind going for some of them. Oh, well, I do all of them anyway, it doesn't matter. But <laughs> I don't mind I don't mind going for them, but some of them could be annoying, right? But like yeah. like you said, sometimes there's collectibles in a game maybe you wouldn't have gone over and to, to you know to look at. Yeah. And they're in this, oh wow, look how beautiful they did this building or whatever it is, and then there's a collectible yeah. there. It kind of adds to the story. But sometimes just to collect them, to collect them, to keep the game on longer. Yeah, I think uh, we said um, we said in an off-air chat. I, I likened it to The Walking Dead. Like Rick Grimes is on his way to get that season's big yeah. bad, and then all of a sudden you have an episode of him collecting thirty pink flowers that are spread across the whole of the area that the game's based in, and everyone's following and going, um, "Are you all right, flowers? Call, call, flowers! What are you doing? Come on, get on with the yeah. main story for goodness' sake! So, I need ninety-nine more. Need ninety-nine more, Carl. Yeah. And then we can get Negan. Then we can get Negan. And that's it. <laughs> Here's someone who's going to unlock a, a real-life achievement. He's a new, new listener. listener. Apparently, they want to take that clap Xbox do and use it as the achievement unlock noise going forward. Retro Life 91 he's a new listener. He says, Bloodborne, my last trophy for the plat was to beat Yarnan, the Blood Queen, in one of the Chalice Dungeons. Getting to her and grinding through the previous dungeons was a drag, but what a fight. I managed to just beat her on my first go, heart going 150 beats per minute. Sweating felt amazing, he says. Yeah, that so, wasn't amazing. That was not easy at all. Well, I have to say, thanks for messaging in Retro Life 91. Congratulations Good and a real life unlock of new listener. First new listener of the show this week, so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one, achievement unlocked, trophy unlocked, is lean and leopard skinned. Finster Gamer, he says. <laughs> Bro, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you want to be immortalized on the show, make sure you get on the Discord. Oh I've had a few people, I've seen a few people on the Discord now coming in saying I'm 100%ers. So follow on Instagram, follow on Twitter. You've got to <laughs> follow on the YouTube. You've got to like and subscribe on the podcast. You've got to leave a review. If you're true 100%, you've got to leave a review. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and you've got to join the Discord. At that point in time, you're a hundred percenter. And comment on the show. That's seven things. I keep adding them, but why not? And then you've got to get someone else to join and do all those things as well. It's like a cult. Yeah, okay? it is. Only maybe... when you've managed to achieve all of that can you get the I'm a hundred percent of status. Imagine so, mm-hmm. if we take the nineteen eighty idea of mailing in an iron on patch. For being a hundred percenter. Prove oh, that you're a hundred percenter. So get someone to join. <laughs> get someone to listen and subscribe. Join the Discord. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes or Spotify. Like, subscribe, comment, leave a review, five stars, all that good stuff. At that point in time, you can be be considered a hundred percenter. When you've done that, message in. Okay. It's getting the other person to listen and tune in, and then they need to be 100%er as well. Is that when you get the badge, if they become 100%er? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, okay. Well, there we go. Challenge. Challenge accepted. No uh, challenge. <laughs> <laughs> the game what does the loincloth bedeckled <laughs> thing say? Thing. Sorry, Finster Game. You've become... You'd be called property of the show. You're my now. You're my plaything, my puppet. I just pick you up and drop you down as and when I please. Twizzle that mustache. What's he got to say for himself? He writes, I'm not overly fussed with a hundred, uh, with a thousand G or platinum in game, but I do often try to get as many as I can without it becoming much of a chore. Achievements and trophy tend to be a good indication of every feature the game has to offer, and it would write me having about 100 or a thousand G. I uh, feel like I've only really experienced a tenth of the game. Trying to complete as many as you can more often than not introduces you to areas, characters, and features that you may otherwise have missed. Uh, nothing illustrated this better than open-world RPG games. And the, game of the, and the gaming accomplishment that I will always hold with pride is 100%ing Red Dead Redemption 2. Unbelievable. Not only was it a monumental undertaking, but it truly allowed me to see every character, animal, landmark in detail in one of the most glorious games I've ever laid my eyes upon. Fair that point. is an ama- amazing accomplishment, bro. Good job. Well done, Finster Gamer. Up next, the achievement that uh, trophy this one's going to be called, it's Wait, Bobby. This one's called Music to Our Ears. It's a fellow podcaster that just started out. It's called Hours Played. It's a couple, and they talk about games that they play together. I quite enjoyed the show. They've messaged in, so they also get their clap. It's hours played. New listener. Uh, proudest moment achieving dark the dark souls, the dark soul for 100% completion of hashtag dark souls. Go check their show out. Um, I will. What can I say? I enjoyed it. Like I say, it's quite well structured as well. Up next, what's this one? Uh, ooh. This one's this the one's the underscores, called, bro. Well, it's King of the Underscores, the Italian mm-hmm. Stallion. I don't know which. Take your pick. It's different on whatever format you play on. King of the Underscores on Xbox, the Italian Stallion on PlayStation trophies. Is Badabingster Retro Gaming? Uh, what's he got to say, Bobby? He says give, him, go give him the Italian New York voice that we're looking for. Probably just your own. I could do it with my dog story. I was thinking about doing an Italian accent. 
Shall I do? Shall I do an Italian Don't accent? You guys are gonna think I'm a rubbish, but I've never really been into hundred percent completion. However, out of the following at the chronicles of a game, I thought I'd give it a go. Managed to get the latest modern warfare to a hundred percent, and it felt good. Now I'm all currently <laughs> trying to do Life is Strange. Any other easy games you guys can recommend? Mamma mia! <laughs> <laughs> that was my Mario. I don't know what that is. It's it's. Uh, you guys are gonna think I'm a rubbish, but I've never really been into hundred. I sound like I'm from Transylvania. Let me have a word with myself, but Bingster, thank you for your patience. You probably want to get me gunned down in the street now. By... I was trying to think of my coworker who's Italian, but like from from Italy, Italian. Like he's really Italian, Italian with a heavy accent, and he's be a, he's be the painter, plaster. So he would always be yelling. And he was like, hey, Bobby, pass me the compound. I need the compounder. No more compounder. And I'm like, compounder? What's that? Like, oh, compound? Yeah, I got to do the compound. He goes, my paintbrush. Everything had an usher at the end of it. You guys are going to think I'm a rubbish, but I've never really been into 100% completion. However, after following at the chronicles of a game, underscores, 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 <laughs> I thought I'd give it a go. <laughs> Uh, so awesome, any though. any easy games you can recommend? What format does he play in? Is he a PlayStation gamer? Because if he's a PlayStation gamer, wants an easy platinum. He should try mine. Is it my name is Mayo or whatever? My it's name called? is Mayo. Yeah. Shall I go? Uh, shall I download that tonight? And just absolutely blast blast it through. It's one of my worst platinum though. Shame on you. Hey, listen, I got to go to leaderboard somehow, right? But then I kind of stopped doing that kind of thing. Any other because ones you can recommend? I think... Um, well, I mean, Spider-Man wasn't that hard. No. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima, that's one of mine, to be fair. You can do it. It's, there's no difficulty. So it's you can play on easy. It's not hard. Uh, you know, but that's going to be like 40 hours anyway. Uh, although all the tell, Telltale games, you can platinum those just by playing the game. That's it. Um, those aren't that long. Then you have all those, I think it's pronounced Rocketalia games. Mm. But you can probably get the platinum even before you beat the game, which is kind of annoying. That's but those that company just makes games to buy for five dollars and get a platinum. Yeah. That's their that's their thing. Imagine if you bought it and then didn't platinum it, you'd feel like the worst human being on earth. Yeah, like if you can't platinum a Rocketalia game, then maybe game is not for you. Probably me. No, you could definitely do it. I'm not with even with one game. hand. Um, am I even a gamer, bro? I, you can definitely do it again. Okay. <laughs> oh, next out the mailbag, I'm going to call him the King of Carcassonne. You might call him Do It Suity. He said, mm-hmm. "Lord of Carcassonne, 25 G's, beat an opponent in a player match by 50 plus points. One of my most cherished achievements." Also, just in case people aren't already aware of this, but Carcassonne is one of the most underrated games ever. Hashtag. Do it, Suti. There you go. uh, There's a man who's probably beat me more times than I've had hot dinners on Carcassonne. He is an absolute (laughs) strategic genius. He makes Rommel, king of the desert, look like a kid playing sandcastles. He'll string you up in strategic circles. You don't even know what weight is up anymore. Next. Achievement trophy unlocked. The Mole of Kintyre. Batmole. What's he got to say? 
probably any of the achievements for doing the easier the uh the easter eggs and any of the call of duty zombie maps because some of them require a lot of effort skill and some luck if i had to pick one one specific one it would be origins in black ops 2 okay fair enough batmore he you know all these people that are on the discord like batmore they're just mere steps away from becoming 100 percenters they just need to get someone else hundred percent. Then, then they and their friend get through. Unbelievable! An iron on patch. You're writing checks that uh, El Buccio. Hang on a minute, El Buccio's on the phone. Don't think you're using any of my Mexican cartel money. No, okay, El Buccio, no problems. You don't want me to use any of that money on these badges. No, no, yeah, it's how we build, listener. Okay, no problems. Yeah, I understand. Okay. That was the boss of Zutamax Media on the phone. He says, if you want to do the badges, you've got to pay for them yourself, you snivelling pair of hillbillies. <laughs> uh, so, yes, Sabuccio, no problems. Up next, what shall I call this one? Kindergarten Cop, achievement trophy unlocked. <laughs> Dad can game. What's he got to say for himself, Bobby? Uh, I can't think of the hardest one. Probably one of the ones on Halo 3 that were online. I uh, still could never get Mile High Club on Modern Warfare. Wow, have you got modern? Have you got Mile High Club? I don't know if I've got that. I don't play Modern Warfare. Oh, okay. Well, that would be uh, that would be your answer then, pal. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I. Um, well, I mean, no. I played. Was it what I was finished playing? The remaster. Yeah. Well, that's probably online. I don't, no, it, Mile it was, High Club is when you finish it. After the credits, you get to go on to the presidential plane, Air Force One, I think, from memory. And you go through and you've got to shoot a load of terrorists. Oh, no, that wasn't then, no. Is that in the remaster? I don't even know if that's in the remaster. It'd be a shame if it wasn't. I don't remember. I mean, I got the platinum for it. I don't remember the trophy. But I was on a plane. When you beat the game on on Modern Warfare Remastered, uh, you go into the the museum. Mm-hmm. And then each wing tries to kill you when you push a button. But I don't think it was. That's, so that's probably another game. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, next, Bob, we've got another new, new listener. listener. Second doesn't mean last trophy achievement unlocked. Azure Golden Child. What have they got to say for themselves? I'm going to go with a lesser known flat. At least one I didn't see uh, it around that often was Hack GU Last Recode. Particularly tough because, one, book of 100 to rank 9, need I say more? Two, it's a niche game that there aren't really any guides online for, except the ones on the PS2 era. Mm. It is a worthy plat if you can tough it out. Good job. Play and respect, yes. I mean, so far, he probably needs to be... uh, He's the one that's on the king's chair being carried through downtown New York by a good sales. He's got a mask on. Obviously, we're masked up, and the chairs mm-hmm. made the chairs designed so me and you are at least two meters apart from each other and from him. They're awfully long poles. Yeah. But that makes it very heavy on the shoulders. But <laughs> We've got the big shoulders, Bob, because we carry this show. Uh, <laughs> this is... What's his achievement stroke trophy unlocked? The wheel man. And I'll tell you why. Because this man helped me uh, zone in on the wheel to get for the PS2 I mentioned at the top of the show. It's my PS2 library. He says, I once set a second fastest in the world lap time on Drive Club back in the day. 
I don't remember if I did get a trophy or achievement for it though, but I do remember thinking I probably won't achieve that again. Nor would I want to, to be honest. It's good fun, but it wasn't fun enough to justify that amount of effort. I didn't realise. Oh, of course, this lady here. This is... uh, Everyone remembers their first achievement trophy unlocked. It's a new New listener into the Hanniverse. She said, as you know, The Last of Us Part 2 is my first and only plat. Because I was scrolling through Instagram and saw she'd done that on Last of Us Part 2. And I was like, Congratulations. You, need you need the big props of two grown men reading your name out loud yeah, that's awesome. on the internet. Good that is a worthy effort. Because that ain't, that ain't no easy task. Mm-mm. I see people dropping it left, right in Chelsea. And I'm like, kudos. Yeah, it's Big great. time kudos. Up next, we got Carlos... Saxos, the achievement trophy unlocked, and he's getting this guy is getting the platinum or a thousand G. He mm-hmm. is Saxophone, is his trophy achievement unlocked. Carlos Saxos, what's he got to say, Bobby? Give an American accent, friend. He says, The only platinum trophy I have achieved is for Rocket League, and that is only because I had played the game for hours and hours. Saxophone kind of like tickled you, didn't it? He went yeah, he off did. on one there, he did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. It was like, that was a fun platinum to get. It wasn't too tedious. You could do it, but like I said, that's the kind of game that I feel like naturally they'll come without looking for them to do it. That kind of game. I think, Rocket League's the perfect game to get trophies. For. I think you could say the best things in life come when you just relax and let go with it. It's sometimes very hard just to relax and go with life because. You get all pent up, you get your own frustrations and desires, and when when it doesn't pay out the way you want Mm -hmm. it to pay out, you get frustrated. The same applies to games, the same applies to life. I don't really know what to say about that. Bobby, have you got one you're particularly proud of before we move on? I Uh, mean, you've got... For the uninitiated, the reason you're on the show is to prop me up as a gaming amateur by the fact that you've got more platinums than the Bank of England's got gold bullion. In fact, they ain't got any gold bullion. Uh, then Fort Knox has got gold bullion. How's that? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Uh, well, I have 203 Platinums. All right, not a lot to show off. But I mean, it's just, you know, it's just over time, really, right? So, like, anyone can do it if you just put a little effort into it. If, you, if that's the thing you like to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. I'm not better than anybody or no one's I find than me. the story of you deciding to Platinum Games a particularly uh, poignant one. Tell us why you started going back in platinum in these games. Yeah, so basically, I would always try to play games on hard, you know, since like the PS2 era, I guess, just for a little bit more of a challenge. But uh, when I lost my job in 2010, uh, I couldn't buy any games, honestly. So I had games I just, you know, am I going to really play this again? So I started looking up the trophies for them. And I figured, okay, that's kind of a good way to extend the life of the game. So my first ever platinum was uh, Killzone Three, Whoa. back in like 2011 or something. My brother helped me with that for the online part, so that was kind of cool. Yeah. And then I just whatever games I had, I I looked back on, and sometimes I had to start a whole new uh, file, save uh, file, because I didn't remember. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. And then collecting whatever I had to collect or beating the game on, you know, with this gun or that, and. Little by little, I just started to, you know, like doing it. And I don't really buy every single game that comes out. 
really just the games I enjoy or think I would enjoy. So I would mm-hmm. just play that game until I got the platinum and then I get another game. So that kind of helped me also save money, I guess. I think that's a, that's a really great way of looking at it. And I think it would certainly, because games, game buying, you can get very much caught in the rhythm of just like new things out, got to get it, got to get it. And exactly. a lot, I think a lot of people get a game, maybe get a third, two thirds of into it and cast it to one side. If you decide I mean, you're going to platinum yeah. or a thousand G every game that you get, then yeah. it's going to stay in the disc drive longer. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be sick of it sometimes of it, but at least you're going to have extracted every single level of everything out of it that you can get. You've done yeah. everything. You've seen everything. You've smelt everything. You've touched everything in that game. And um, I think when I do it, I just prepare myself. Okay. Like also the Shima, right? Okay. I'm going to definitely going to get a platinum for this game. I don't even yeah. look at the thing. I'm just going to play it. I don't want to enjoy it. I like it. But sometimes it could be a chore. And that's where it's like, okay, I'm done with this game. Mm-hmm. I want to put it away. But then my little trophy hunting mind says like, oh, no, just finish it and play the next game. Because I know for me, like most gamers, once you put a game to the side to play the newest game, yeah, there's a 50-50 chance you may go back to that game. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay? And then if you get another game, that becomes a 25% chance. And yeah. once you're three games past, it's hard to go back. Like, especially if the game wasn't all that for you. So yeah. I, I at least tried to beat them back in the day before I moved on. So that was my way of like playing them. So I, mm-hmm. on hard would make the game a little obviously last long because you're dying more. Yeah. But I felt like if I did it on hard, I got my money's worth from it. So yeah. now it's like, all right, there's a platinum. Let me try to do it. The one that really annoys me, though, that I can't get is Manhunt. Now, I got the 100% in the PS2 game mm-hmm. for five starving, for five, getting five stars for all the levels. And I cannot do it on the PS4 version. I tried and tried and tried. On it's the like PS2 the, classic. Yeah. It's like the AI is not responding the same to like the rock throws. So I went back to my bedroom. I put the PS2 game in, mm-hmm. and I did the same level. It took me like maybe two tries, but I, I was did that it. Dave. That was Dave, hundred percent. Always revving it up. <laughs> and I did it with like two, three tries. Okay, no problem. I went back to the. I went back to my living room. The, just f- refresh my memory. You use the rock throws in Manhunt to get people to. They kind of respond to audible cues, don't they? The AI, so they would come close, so you could perform an execution kill. Yeah, exactly. Right, so okay, yeah. for you to get five star, you had to get a certain amount of points in a level. Yeah. So obviously the faster you could do the level, the more aggressive the kill was. So there's three tiers of kills, like, you know, low, medium, high. So uh, obviously the red kill would be the most points. So you want to do as fast as you can. But I've thrown the rocks into the areas where I can get them. No problem on PS2. I d- went back to the living room, did the same exact thing. And it's like they're slower to respond or they just don't come at all. And then when they see you, I feel like because the game is a little bit brighter, Dave, they kind of change. Like the AI uh, vision is much better in the PS4 version, so you can just hide in the shadow quickly. They yeah. even come follow you. So that's one I would like to do. But like I said, you know, I tried, I tried, and it happens, right? To the best of us, you can't do it. No big deal. I'm not going to cry over it. I would like to go get it. But now I have so many games. Am I yeah. really going to go back? download manhunt just to do that and i don't really care 
I think so, something happens to the timing sometimes because I think the remake of, although the remake of GTA San Andreas is probably a bad example because it's a botched mobile port they forced onto Xbox 360 and PS3, I believe. But there's something that happens with the timings that doesn't allow the AI to respond in the correct way. I wonder if mm-hmm. you checked on trophies.org or whatever it is to see how many people have the platinum, to see if anyone's actually managed to wing it or whether it's oh still... yeah no people 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 have gotten it even recently they gotten it but i guess for me i just can't do it like uh my friend i got the platinum for dark souls on ps3 yeah so i'm not going to play it again on ps4 but my friend who did it he said that he had a much harder time playing on ps4 or even xbox one because i apparently the frame rate or something it's uh much faster so your weapons deteriorate deteriorate or break easier uh, yeah, I don't really get into all that. You know, I don't know, but I, I guess it's true. If he did it, he said he struggled with it. So there are just some games that, you know, it's hard. Oh, the other thing that we forgot to make you 100%er, you've mm-hmm. got a post in Stingray's boot. Oh, yeah. And if that's not enough of a clue, I think it's time, Bobby, for us to take a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. Let's find out what you, dear listeners, have been picking up on your gaming journeys, masked up, socially distanced, and hand sanitized. What have you been grabbing out of the Stingray's boot this week? First up, and Bobby, I get carried away. If you were out there and you were like, oh, I've just bought a new game, or I've just bought this geek thing, or I've just been to a thrift store, flea market, charity shop, whatever you call it, and you, you bring it home, you arrange it in a pile, you take a picture, yeah, I'm going to post this to Instagram. What do they need to do at that point to get it in the boot? Hashtag Stingray's boot. Hashtag Stingray's boot. Yeah. Not hashtag Stingray's boots. Hashtag no. Stingray. Stingray's boots. Stingray's boots. If you hashtag Stingray's boots, we don't know what that is. I've checked, and it's a load of people wearing these very strange cowboy boots. And let's face it, we've had some bizarre stuff in the boot. We've had real-life Stingrays. We've had a Corvette Stingray. <laughs> and... Uh, things that I don't even want to mention, but hashtag Stingray's boot. That's where we go through a regular poster. If, if he just joined the discord would be so much closer to achievement unlocked hundred percent. It's the barber who games. He's got a stack of Atari games. Yeah. Uh, and some PS2 chelp. He's got Kesson, Eternal ring, Evergrace, Baroque, and my eyes. What's going on with my eyes these days, Bobby? Masui? No, it's uh, M-U-S-A-S-U-I. Masushi. Masushi. Oh, and he's also got a uh, Game Hunter CD conversion that goes in the serial port in that hot candy pink goes in the serial port of your PlayStation 1 to allow you to... Is that a Squirtle, Squirtle, Squirtle in the background as well? I don't know what that is. Funko Pop Squirtle? I, I see know. Funko Pop. I don't know what they are. A pop, a pimp, a pimp, a pimp Funko. But uh, let's go back and talk about <laughs> that game hunter. What is that? It goes. You said it goes on the back of the, of the PlayStation. Yeah, it, on the back of the original PlayStation, you could open up the serial port and put things in the back of it that allowed you to play like pirated games or other stuff. Uh, they closed it off and got rid of it in later revisions, so there was no port on the back of the PlayStation 1 for you to clack things into, but there was a serial port. I believe that's what this uh, Game Hunter CD version is. Really? This Game Hunter CD version probably clacked in the back of the serial port and was used, uh, I'd imagine, 
like an action replay or a game shark or whatever you guys call it. Oh, I'm gonna check out my my, my PlayStation. Man. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah, when you look on the back of it, mm-hmm. if it's an early enough version, there's a little plastic tab that opens up to an expansion port on the back of it. You know where all the plug-in for the wires and that yeah. go on the opposite side of the power supply. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. Every day's a school day, Bobby. Bro, every day I just learn so much from you. It's amazing. I mean, every freaking day you teach me something new. I, I, and on well, so, I'm and learning on, as much from you. I, I've learned about <laughs> gun law in the United States. I've, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not overdoing the Twinkies because each Twinkie is two thousand calories, which is your recommended daily allowance. Uh, next up, let's bang on the Papo Shango Light Grave, Sharaban. 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 He's crawled out the grave clutching um i don't even know what these are don dodon patchy series collection he's 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 gone all in on these japanese mm-hmm. games dodon patchy i don't i'm gonna admit sharaban's given us an education today i've had he sure is no idea what they are but well done he's arranged them in a trifecta points for photography trophy unlocked i David wonder if Bailey. it's uh oh they're uh don patchy Okay. Yeah. Yep. Achievement unlocked. The muscle. Daddyzilla 80. He's got a copy of Looney Tunes on the PlayStation 2 and a copy of Battletoads for the NES one, presumes. Epic work. No, it's a yeah, sign. Awesome. Read, always read the description. He sat there pounding his fist into his mm-hmm. palm. George, slow down and read your comments, you loser. Apologies, Daddyzilla. I beg forgiveness now and forever. Uh, next up. It's the, here he is, look. There it is. The next generation of the show. Devin's there it is. Looking cuter than I can possibly imagine. Clutching. I am a repro. But he's happy of Bubble Bobble 2. Yep. As Daddy Zilla says, it's probably the only way we'll come across it. Hashtag yeah. Stingray's boot. I hope Devin Zilla's well, bless him. He's been a real trooper over the past 12 calendar months. I think uh, his sister was poorly. Then he got a little bit poorly, mm. and the Zillas have been through it. But uh, we hope that loyal listening family is doing well. Wish you the best. Take care of yourselves. Up next, Harvey Retro. Uh, looking, looking like the member that got kicked out of Bon Jovi for being too handsome. Yeah, Harvey Retro with a with an album of seven. 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit, hashtag Bon Jovi. He picked it up on his trip to Matlock Bath. Well done, uh, Harvey sound. He, he, I bet his music room must be so acoustically sound that when you play any album, you you know like when you get to that, that law feeling yeah. and like the back of your hair, little hair stand up and you just lose yourself for like a moment. I'll do yourself for hours. That's how he plays music. That's the minimum that standard that he'll play as Can well. Can you imagine what that must sound like? I would love to imagine just what it's like to be Harvey Retro for a day. I'd, even just to be his friend. Dude. Imagine he calls you like, hey, listen, I got this lost album from John Carpenter. Want to come over? Absolutely. You go over, he puts it on, you sit in this beautiful leather chair would with you like know? a beer and you just transcend into the music of that music room. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be. 
<laughs> oh, I don't think I could ever be cool enough to be harbour. Like, I think now at the moment, if he, if his his beautiful wife were to be like, "Who are these guys?" and he'd be like, "They're acquaintances of mine, not friends." No, Sophie. Well, no. I'll even take that. Whatever it gets to get into that music room, bro. You want to be in that music room? Just imagine what it would sound like. I don't even think. I heard that Abbey Road print a record. Someone records at their studio, they print a record, they take it mm-hmm. to Harvey Retro's music room and play it. Mm-hmm. Only if it sounds acceptable in that music room does it then get published. Yeah, I mean... And 100%. I think he's maybe sat there in his Duke clothes as well, like almost military-style regalia with the, with the shoulder pads with the little foo-flus on them. And only if he just gives it a, a nod of acceptance yeah. is it then acceptable. Harvey Retro, the man who's making or breaking many bands' hearts. <laughs> He's in again, Daddy Zilla, with a copy of uh, Roman Rumble, Las Vegum, Asterix versus Obelix, on the Switch. Ten dollars. You know what's annoying about this game? What, what's what's going on here? It's a beat 'em up, which is amazing. Yes, but only one player. How strange! And there's two main characters. So that how that, weird? That's annoying. I didn't know that. Good job you got the facts, Bobby. He's non-stop pickup this week because he's in again. He's Here got we a, go. He's got a selection of Wii games from Excite Truck to Cars to Indianapolis to Excite Bots to Nerf, Endless Ocean, Ocean horror Commander. Movies. He's got horror movies, Curse of Chucky, Sacred mm-hmm. Gold on the PC, Dungeon Keeper on the PC. Oh, some sports games. Oh, he's got Call of Juarez. Black Ops, got iToy, Skylanders, Far Cry Primal, Fallout 4. And those are the, uh, what are those old toys for? They're for a game. Skylanders. Yep. yep. And whatever the Marvel version of that was as well. Dig- Disney Imagine Engine. Radbash Gaming. It sounds like a radish, but if you say that, he'll bash you. It's Radbash Gaming. <laughs> He's got. <laughs> I've lost my co-host. Oh, he's uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Donnie Darko. Uh, he's got these, these are great games. He's got the uh, Doctor Who: Return of Doctor Mysterio, which is the Christmas special. One of the. Uh, now, can I ask you a question about Doctor Who? You ask me whatever you want, friend. Now, my father used to watch this when I was a child. Oh yes, on the cable. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. all of a sudden, or at least in my you know, knowledge. It went away. Yes, it did, yeah. Then it came back. But it's not rebooted. It's continued. It's a continuation, yeah. I think if you and Eva sat down and watched the new version of Doctor Who starting with Christopher Eccleston, the bad Mm -hmm. guy from um, Gone in 60 Seconds, you and her would be hooked in. It's a little bit naff in places, that one, but I think if you just latched in and watched Mm -hmm. it through, you'd have a good... Maybe it was your turn to pick a series. Maybe you should pick Doctor Who. Okay, because my... My mom didn't understand the show. I don't so think... she, she used to just go into the room and he would sit there and just not talk. It would help hour. you perfect your British accent for sure. Oh, I'm sure. And Blades of Steel is fine. Uh, Blades of St- I've just activated the next guy. I touched, yeah. I touched on him a little bit too much <laughs> and I ended up in Oscat's profile. So that's who's up next. Oscat, what the hell is this, Oscat? Uh, I don't know. He says, I want to come clean. Is this clean? Because like, this thing looks like a variation between... I don't even know. Let's find... Huh. 
What the hell? I want to come clean. I mean, <laughs> is this safe? Is this PG? I don't even know what I'm looking at. It's a variation between the sort of thing you find in your mum's footlocker and uh, the sort of thing you find in Cheech and Chong's car. It's uh, I want to come clean. In my mid-30s, I watched Inside Out for the first time about a month ago. I loved it so much. This cotton candy elephant dolphin cat brought tears to my eyes. Bing Bong turned into such a beautiful part of the film and he was and what he did was beautifully done. I've been kicking myself at the fact I wanted to so long uh, waited so long to see the film, but I'm extremely happy I did. It does an exceptional job of displaying emotions and educating people on the fact life isn't always going to be sunshine and rainbows. And there will be storms and sadness throughout, and that's what makes us human. Take her to the moon for me, Bing Bong. Um so maybe that's uh, that's Bing Bong. Yeah, which I think is from the Pixar movie Me Inside Out. So it was my dirty mind and and adult mind that took it somewhere it shouldn't be. I've got no idea what it actually is, but fair play. Maybe if I watched Inside Out, Oscar, thank you for listening. You're not far away from being hundred percent a friend. You know, just a little bit more effort would be achievement yeah. unlocked. Radbash Gaming, Radish Bashish Gaming. Here he is. What's he got? He's got James more. Brown's a James Brown CD. That's Dave. What's that? Was that Dave? Or it sounds like it sounds like Eva's drawn a reverse pentagram on the wall and she's summoning a demon into the room. That's enough okay. of that, Eva. There's Red Diesel. Red Diesel. <laughs> hey boys, I live my life quarter second in time. That's amazing. Uh what Golden Compass, the Makira figures, and whatever else they are. Doctor Who, something. Another one. Got another Doctor Who where? Uh, right-hand corner. Oh, he has. Looks like a comic. That's the newer one, right? That's all. That's yeah. that's all three of the new guys, uh, not including Peter Capaldi. So there's four new guys, five new guys, including the woman. Spoilers. Uh, up next, uh, probably one of the biggest egotists in gaming. It's <laughs> the Unofficial Controller podcast. They <laughs> like the hashtag so much they put their own stuff in it. I mean, what self-serving <laughs> scumpigs. If you ever stumble across a couple of co-hosts that are involved in that show, give them a sharp kidney dig and wish them their own untimely demise. We don't wish it on anyone else, but the Unofficial Controller podcast, they deserve nothing but being spat on. Um, <laughs> someone's poured some M&Ms in a trophy mug and displayed the Achievement Unlock sign. If you'd seen that and commented, you'd be on the show. If you didn't, you can't and you won't. But it's in the boot, much like you could be if you put the effort in. 100% yeah. as there's lots of things you got. Those that want to be that 100% that get the patch, <laughs> write down all the steps. <laughs> prove to me you've done them. Then we can talk, talk turkey. And it's the right time of year. Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. We can talk turkey. The Barbaro Games is back, this time with a, a new-looking title, Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. The much-awaited, you know, you not you do a trilogy. It's not good enough anymore. Oh, you need four parts. The media needs you to go out and prostitute yourself to make sure you can string it out. That marsupial was sat in retirement, got dragged out by the skin of his eyelids, thrown into a fourth You game. know what makes me mad? What makes you mad? That this game came out, and it looks very much like the original three. Mm. You've got Mario doing things that mm. can be endless, mm. and you just can't get Sonic in a game. Not that I'm like, oh my god, a huge Sonic fan. But I mean, how many times are you going to disappoint them? I know. Just I, make I, it happen. Well, we had Sonic Mania, didn't we? And that was just basically a, 
a rehash of his duty mm-hmm. height. It's I see that like a a greatest hits album. Yeah, exactly. There like some bits, some unreleased game episode, unreleased singles that he'd done, bashing it out there. Harvey Retro would be shaking his head, wouldn't he? If Abbey Road brought that round, he'd be like, no. I want a 3D Sonic game, you're worth a sun, some guns. I mean, it can be, it could be, I don't know. I feel like it could be done. I, don't, I think, I think we deserve it. What Sonic... Beans, the retro game. Oh, sorry. You had no. He's got no, Max saying, to grind. Once Sonic crossed over with Mario. Yeah. And Mario can do anything. That means now Sonic can do anything. You're right. So let's make it happen. You want your Sonic cooking game? <laughs> Why not? Okay. <laughs> to be Listen. fair, I thought Sonic had been prostituted out enough, but Bobby's in town now, and he's like, "No, work, work for me, you damn blue hedgehog. Work for me." I feel like if they can do a good Sonic game, then they can revive a lots of franchises. Well, there's a man who's in the he's in the Stingray's boot. He's in yeah. the Discord. Has he left a review? Question doubtful. Has he followed on Instagram? Yes. Mm-hmm. Has he followed on on Twitter? We don't know. Has he followed on YouTube? No. Has he liked? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Has he subscribed? Possibly. Mm-hmm. Bada Bingster Retro Gaming throwing the underscores because me and Bobby think he's a big fan of the SingStar games if it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> bad at SingStar retro games. Uh, here he is. We're seeing his face. He's handsome devil. Got a little bit of Italian genius in him. And that means that he's bound to be 70% handsome. Underneath that mask, he's probably 120% handsome. He's probably got an Italian ac- accent. He's probably got a little bit of heritage about him. He's all the things I want to be. He's bad at being so retro gaming. He's in the boot because he wants to show off his rather fetching Mario original artwork mask. I love those original drawings from the Mm -hmm. manuals. They look super cool. They do. And someone, possibly Mamma Mia Retro, uh, Mamma Mia Baringster Retro Gamer, that's his mum's name now. (laughs) She's made that. She's rustled it up in her... uh, (laughs) We've lost my co-host again. He's gone. Uh, This time... This time, the egotistical pigs, the unofficial controller podcast, are here because they're here to pay homage, not only to Dave, the taxi driver, looking awesome there with his little fanny pack on, but uh, also to Adam, the artist, who's drawing the characters of this new season. I say it's two. It's like 2.5. At this point, if we go through another reboot, me and you will be living in a submarine, uh, plugging up holes with our fingers or other cylindrical appendages to stop the show from sinking to Davy Jones's locker. But here is a picture that he kindly drew for us, paying homage to the film poster taxi driver. We've got Dave the taxi driver. Zutama yeah. oh, Albuccio's on the phone. Yes, Albuccio. No, Albuccio. Okay, Albuccio. Whatever Dave's making out of this show by bibbing his own and revving up and down, Albuccio, much like Tom, he says... He wants 5% of the deal. Do you think... It is a conspiracy theory. Is El Buccio Tom? Oh, it's possible, bro. Don't say it out loud. Let the fans conspiracy get the fallouts out. Because he's an egotist and he wants a cut of everything, isn't he? So that's a, that's a high watermark. Tom leaves and El Buccio steps in. Interesting. Hmm. 
I mean, Tom was always a big fan of uh, importing talcum powder, so possibly that's where Albuccio makes his money. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> He'll kill me for that. I'm not even, I'm not even in 20 of that. I know, it's just for the show, Tom. It's a joke, God's sake. Okay. Okay, someone who's not a joke, who's deadly serious, it's Sega Junkie. He's got probably more versions of Microcosm than I could shake a six, six-legged bobby at. That's yeah. a fact. Um, not a bad game. Psygnosis, before they were bought by PlayStation uh, or Sony. Entertainment Incorporated or whatever they're called. Sony, SIE. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever played Microcosm? Nope. Save yourself the pain. It's a little bit like <laughs> it's a little bit like a game version of Inner Space, but without Dennis Quaid and uh, Meg Ryan. Oh, okay. the beautiful Meg Ryan, or at least then she probably looks like a an advert for a walk-in bath now. But uh, there you go. Uh, Retro Visions with his fine display of Nick Combs. He's got uh, Atari XE video game cartridge. This time it's Space Harrier. Cleaning and organizing today, and found this Atari XE repro of the retro of uh, Space Harrier. Sega Junkie, here he is. Now, in Europe, they released tins of paint that didn't have paint in them, Bobby, but they had uh, a t shirt sometimes and a couple of uh, PAL video games, and they were called the Booster Packs. You're not a proper Sega fan collector unless you've got three or four of these tins in your collection. Of games you've already owned, but there you go. Very cool. So he gets a like. He's Mm -hmm. got 407 likes. There's at least 406 of the people on the internet that go kudos to you. Uh, Here he is again. Oh, this is awesome. Bad at SingStar and Retro Games. He's got a copy of Too Dark. Yeah. So you sound like a fan. I'm going to press like. What's the story with this game, friend? It's uh, looks like an old school 16-bit kind of game. Mm. where you have to stop a murderer who has murdered your loved ones. <laughs> well, be oh right, okay. It gets Jeez. it's pretty dark though, like the storyline's pretty dark. I I it's it's going to be one of my Halloween special reviews. Oh right, okay. I'm looking forward so to seeing that. So if you can that. get the chance to play it, uh, I would definitely do it. I sh- I shall look that out. Here is the Australian pussy Ozcat.tv. He's got his own TV show now. He's got a copy of Ready to Die, the Funko Pomp album of Notorious B.I.G. Fair play to him. This guy's, you can tell this guy's built his extension out of Pop Funkos. One side, it's all waterlogged and sunbeat cardboard. On the other side, he's warm and dry because he's got his Pop Funko wall. He's here again with his Cubone. Batgirl, Scooby-Doo, whatever's going on there, and Jean Grey. Harvey Retro, I feel we've done the full turn of the wheel here, my friend. Yeah, this was last week's one. Okay, well, we didn't give Top Gun and Harvey Retro's audio file qualities the respect they deserved last time, so I'm begging forgiveness from the Puppet Master. Mm-hmm. Maybe we will be allowed a reprieve. Maybe he'll let us do another show if we're lucky enough. If you want to get on Listener Stingray, you've got to go take a picture of the tap that you found. And we've had everything. So if you want to take a picture of your shoe, why not at this point? It's a very easy way of unlocking the 100% achievement. Get a picture of your shoe, <laughs> take a picture of it, stick it on Instagram, put hashtag Stingray's boot, and me and Bobby will find something nice, more than likely to say about it. Or maybe you just want to be on there so we can mock you. I don't know which way. 
If you're a stalwart of the show like Harvey Retro, we probably spend half an hour telling you how amazing you are and how we wish we were you. I certainly wish I was even 10% as cool as he was. I'm not. I'm a sad middle-aged man with a gaming podcast that has global reach, admittedly. Well, you're not really middle-aged, man. I know when I'm going to die, so I'm already over <laughs> middle-aged. <laughs> Statistically, I'm already done. Um, you got to stop looking at the Stingray. Stingray knows. You can't. Uh, I mean, he, he knows a lot of things, but can he know that? I'll tell you what he's been doing this week. He's been supplying Zoltar toys. You know, the fortune yeah. things. To Pierce and Fairgrounds in and around mid-state USA. Did you also know that he installed an air fryer in his trunk? Why is it with air fryers? I don't know, but he's on it. So I'm, if it I'm wasn't not gonna for lie. air fryers, there'd be no commercials on TV in America at the moment. No, I mean I'm not gonna lie. The the chicken wings that he had that he pulled out from there, yeah. When I when I saw them, they were not bad at all. They weren't chicken wings. Well, whatever they were, they taste like chicken, and that's okay for me. <laughs> Every meat tastes like chicken, Bobby. That's the one danger you've just... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was. The skin was crispy. That's Had all a little we crisp care about. With a little soft inside. Wow. There's a man who's building himself back up after illness. i tell you what he's also got in there. He's still got some of those rebranded multivitamins he's calling COVID cure. Some even say he popped by the White House's medical facility and dropped some off for big, big popper tea. POTUS. Mm-hmm. POTUS. I love how the military call him POTUS. You know, it took me a long time to figure out what that meant. Your own leader, mm-hmm. POTUS. <laughs> Gotta get POTUS to safety. <laughs> and he's a man that got POTUS to safety. And now it's time. Here he is, Bobby, as he tears up the drive. It's time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nestled between some counterfeit nappies and a dodgy copy of Battlefriend all this week? These are the new release highlights for the week, September 5th to October 11th. I think that's correct, Stingray. Don't beat me if it's not. 2020. Listeners, these are out in digital or physical or will be by the time this podcast in your feed, but could be. They could be region dependent. Now, obviously, the Ray, he knows no respect to regions. Mm-mm. Have you picked a mummy mummy from the boot? Yeah, I did. I've got a mummy mummy as well. And I've also got... I've also got a VHS. Yes, me too. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay, mine might be more of a DVD cam copy this week because it's a slightly newer mm-hmm. film. Okay. And it's one I need my friend Jimmy Green to watch for the novel that we're writing because I think there's some good inspiration in there, but we'll get to that. We'll okay. get to that. First out the boot, look out, Ray. Don't touch him, though, Bobby, wherever you do, because if you touch him, you turn immediately to stone. Get back, Ray. Stand back. Walk back, Ray. Forgone. PS4, Xbox One, Switch. October 5th, Forgone is a fast and fluid 2D action platformer packed with legendary loot and stunning pixel art. Collect an arsenal of powerful weapons and unravel a compelling story of regret and conspiracy as you slice your way through hordes of enemies to save Caligan. Whatever that is. There he goes. See you, Dave. See ya. <laughs> Up next, we got Ninth Dawn 3, Shadow of Ethereal hmm? for the PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, October 6th. Ninth Dawn 3, Shadow of Ethereal is a massive open-world RPG dungeon crawler 
packed full of content featuring more than 270 monsters to fight and capture a fun card game with 180 cards to collect and over 1,400 unique items to board. I like the way that both Red Diesel and Dave want Stingray's pulled up, try and incite him into a race. But until the boot's finished, he can't, can he? He's not allowed. He knows that. And they know that as well. They're goading him. It's a weekly thing, and they don't even come close. Get ready, Bobby, because this isn't my mummy, mummy. It transcends mummy, mummy, Mm -hmm. this one. This is Baldur's Gate 3. It's for the PC. No, this is not my mummy, mummy. Okay. But we've got to give this... El Buccio wants us to make sure that this game on a certain platform gets all the respect and kudos. This is my pick, actually. All right, so this is your mummy, mummy. It's Baldur's Gate 3. You could play it if you're slightly below average on a PC. If you're one of life's winners and want to win a trip to Mexico courtesy of Zutamax Media, bullet holes and dodgy tap water provided, you could download it as part of the package on Google's Stadia. The most powerful console in existence. Whenever you think you've got something that's as powerful, Xbox Series X, PlayStation 5 Pro, you could just slack and stack another rack in their supercomputer and Stadia just grinds it to another level. It's PS7 while we're all playing PS2. Baldur's Gate 3, forget the PC, get it on the Stadia if you're even close to resembling yeah. a human being. October 6th, gather your party and return, gather your party, and return to the forgotten realms in a tale of fellowship and betrayal, sacrifice and survival, and the lure of absolute power. I love the, the first two games. On the PS2. I, I like them. That's why it's your mummy mummy? Yeah. Even Champions of Norad, I like. I, I enjoy those space kind of games. Because you're such a, a team player, and Zutamax era, era is really your era, you chose that because it was on Zutamax's stadia. Hundred percent, but also family. <laughs> you're going to end up. You're going to end up. The show's going to end up being yours. You nah. and I. I don't know who. Ghosts show. Tune me, bro. All the way. Tune me, dude. Ride or die. Ride or die. If you say, "Listen, I'm done," you know what? I'll hug you, and we'll hang it up. Hang up the Spurs. The UC. You're the Spurs. show, bro. I ain't the show. Oh, you're the show, dude. The format's the show. You could bring in a trained monkey to ooh and ah at the right places, and they'd be like, yeah, it's the unofficial controller podcast. It smells like the show. It tastes like the show. (laughs) It even looks like the show with the beard that I've got on at the minute. Yeah, I could be a monkey. I'm more like a shaved gorilla, probably, but, you know, whatever you need me to be. What's (laughs) that? We have <laughs> Democracy 4, which I didn't know that it was three other previous games in this franchise. Get with the Comes program. For the if PC. You check your Listen. pulse, brother, because if you haven't played Democracy 1, 2, and 3, I are, you even you, alive? are you even a gamer? I mean, wow. You're asking even if you're alive. I yeah, alive. I mean, <laughs> for PC October 6th, Democracy 4 lets you take the role of president slash prime minister, govern the country, choosing its policies, laws, and other actions, and push and both transform the country as you see fit while trying to retain enough popularity to get reelected. 
Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix on the PS4, Xbox and Switch October 6th. Nickelodeon Kart Racers is back and we're kicking it into overdrive in Nickelodeon Kart Racers 2 Grand Prix. You can select from 30 playable racers and 70 team members to assemble your ultimate pit crew. Do you think the cast of Are You Fair to the Dark will be in this? I don't know. Because that was a Nickelodeon show and it said 70 people. That's a lot. So, Do you think Spongebob will be in it? 100%. Hmm. What about uh, Ren and Stimpy? Yep. Dougie, Doug. <laughs> Not Dougie Doug, but Doug. Dougie oh. Doug's a rapper. But yeah. Doug, he'll be in it. What about... Rocco, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's got to be in it. I was going to say Rocco. Yeah. Little Tommy from, uh, from uh, Rugrats. Do you reckon the, the green skin dude from Doug's going to be in it? 70, yeah. He, we need 70 teams. That's an unlikable character, bro. Okay. All right. He's in it. Uh, right. What's next? Up next, we got Overcrowd, a commute em up uh, for PC October 6th. <laughs> Design and build the most efficient metro station known to man. Excavate, expand, set, set staff priorities, and manage the commuter flow. Overcrowd is a 2.5D management tycoon simulator set below the bustling city of London Town. A game you didn't know you needed till now. Up oh, next, <laughs> Blaston, PC VR October 6th. With the slow motion bullet hell of Blaston, you continuously dodge, duck, and weave to evade incoming attacks and your opponent in this FPS PvP combat game that combines skill, strategy, and speed with an incredible, Dave, futuristic arsenal of high-tech weapons. Most importantly, never. I don't know. Does that really make any sense? <laughs> This next one's my mummy mummy, so while I got my teeth in, Bobby, I'll... Now, you know what? Around. I should have said it. This was going to be your game. This is you. I've, now, I've played this many, many times on iOS. Um, really? Yeah, I really like it. It's come, it's come to Switch. I don't think it's on any other platform, but uh, it's on PC, obviously. But it's Game Dev Tycoon, October 8th, on Switch. In game, this would be a great... You know you go and sit on one of... You know you go and excavate your back passage mm-hmm. and then sit on the toilet above said rotten uh, excrement yep. for close to maybe two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I still can't get my head around that. If I told you to play a video game squatted over a dog poo in the street, you'd flat out refuse. Yeah. But go sit over your own pile. There isn't a time limit I can put on that. You even lose the feeling in your legs. Me and Eva are jumping up and down, desperate to go for a number one, and you're in there. Oh, I mean, I used to do Instagram posts about it. And then somehow, magically, HR saw it and said, maybe that's a little inappropriate in case somebody sees you. Well, I represent the company. El Bucho's not going to have an issue with you doing that anymore. So I'm I'm bringing it back. Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) this is a perfect number two game. Game Dev Tycoon on the Switch October 8th. In Game Dev Tycoon, you replay the history of the gaming industry by starting your own video game development company in the 80s. Create best-selling games, research new technology, and invent new game types. Become the leader of the market and game worldwide fans. I think you can even create your own console in it now as well. So that's also awesome. Oh, that's cool. What you got next, friend? We got Eichenfell. For a PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, October 8th. A turn-based tactical RPG. See right there? I'm done. A turn-based oh. tactical RPG about a group of troublesome magic students 
Use timing mechanics to power your spells and block attacks. Explore the twisted halls of a vast magic school. Fight challenging monsters and bosses and uncover dark dark secrets never meant to be. I quite like the idea of that. Uh, I do too. I just wish it wasn't turn-based. Yeah. That's why that was going to be my... Are you you anti-tactical RPGs though? Because they're more like on a grid-based system. Yeah, it's not. If I cannot attack you with a button, then I don't want nothing to put. No Bobby, press A. That's Bobby, it. press X. Yeah. Okay. Right for PC, PS4, and Xbox also, One. What? And Tell another me. game I didn't know that there was uh, three of them. Well, you're obviously not <laughs> the evil Knievel of the podcast, friend, because are you ready to live the best gaming experience at a motorcycle fan cam? Ride 4 will spark your competitive soul with hundreds of bikes, dozens of tracks, and a whole new level of realism. So basically they're saying Ride 1 to 3, not very mediocre experience. Mediocre, average at best. Ride 4, on the other hand, so press your foot down on the lid of the bin, flip it open, throw in Ride 1, 2, and 3, slam it shut, download yourself a copy of Ride 4. Mm-hmm. Carry on. What next? We have the Uncertain Light at the End for PC, October 8th. The Uncertain is a story-driven adventure game set in in a post-apocalyptic world. Humanity disappeared from the face of the Earth and now has been replaced by robots. Together with Emily, one of the survivors, you will have to witness how people try to live in a world ruled by robots. I sound like I've seen that movie before. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe I didn't refresh the. Uh, no, the I mean like, like as far as that storyline. Ah, question. Mm-hmm. We didn't see RGT in the feature this week. Hope he's well. Oh yes. I hope the wonderful Donna as well. I think we've spoken to him, haven't we, in the Discord and what have you? So I think he's mm-hmm. alive. He's okay. So, yeah. He's a ben busy 10. Man. Power trip. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Not on the Stadia, so it's obviously... Any game that's not on the Stadia is, is basically dog trash, as far as I'm concerned. October 9th, Ethel Hex has cursed Europe, and only Ben 10 can stop him. Explore a 3D world filled with combat puzzles and secrets as you save the day. Up next, we got FIFA 21 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, October 9th. Football is back with EA Sports, FIFA 21. Featuring more ways to, uh, to team up on the street or in the stadium to enjoy even bigger victories with friends. Next. Last one out the boot before we get a VHS. Wish him adieu. It's the Survivalists PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch October 9th. The living world of surprises, secrets, and danger awaits in the Survivalist, an adventure-filled survival sandbox set in the Escapist universe. Explore, build, craft, and even train monkeys to run a podcast with up to three friends and a desperate bid to survive. Have you got what it takes to be a survivalist? Now, you know what? what? I think we can make a game so easy. Me and you make a game. We can make a game called Podcast Simulator. Podcast what? Podcast Simulator. Oh, man, that would be incredible. You've got to pick a trending topic. You've got to do mm-hmm. a podcast about it. Mm-hmm. You can maybe recruit hosts. Yeah. 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 It depends which uh, podcast hosting company you go with as well. You got to like, if you just do a free podcasting host, maybe you don't get as much of a boost. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're like a developer or you're trying to do one 
and you're trying to get the right personalities together yeah. to see if you can, you know, excel. Look, that's little that Maria. Dog's name? That's little Maria. The dog, I'm not sure. I believe I heard Taj or Todd, one of them, and that's little <laughs> Shirley. Yeah, she speaks fast, so I'm not sure. Uh, little Shirley, is she like, uh, I think she's a little person, little Shirley. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if she is a little person or just a small adult. Okay. I think she's a little person and she's got a pet Great Dane that she rides like He-Man would ride Battle Cat. Oh, yeah, 100%. You never see it on the block? <laughs> and she has a little chihuahua. I've seen it from the fire escape. I don't dare go down at the minute because I've gone a little bit crazy. And her crazy. windows are a little bit higher than the average apartment in New York. So that dog must be very large if in the middle of his chest is at the window. She can't look out unless she rides him. Yeah, she can't at all. Wow. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's amazing. Someone write that down. Little Shirley. Mm-hmm. With Taj or Todd. I'll get, I'll I think ask Taj. Her. Oh, yeah, I'll ask her. Taj, like an, like an Indian temple. Mm-hmm. A great name for a great dame. Anyway, we get sidetracked, but luckily I think she's she's called into heel. Heel! <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> Let's bring the show and Stingray to heel. Okay. What's your VHS pick, friend? The Thing by John Carpenter. You've had that before. You having it again? I did have it before. I'm sure you had that before. Okay, so let's go with American Werewolf in London. Perfect. You can have both. Stingray's like doing it's one of the best. I mean, on on horror at the minute because it's October. Yeah, that's Evan is going to be like that. But um, I think, in my opinion, it's the best werewolf movie. Unless you can think of something else. That's not the classic Wolfman. Team Wolf. That's all right, Team Wolf. You know, I want a werewolf movie. I want things to, you know, be bitten. Okay. Okay. You don't think bus serving qualifies? The what? Bus surfing. Don't you bus surf in that? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, no, it's I mean it's a great movie. It's just not a werewolf movie. Okay. Well. Do you know what I'm picking? No. Nope. The Chronicles of Riddick. Ooh, yeah, that was it's good. It's a DVD yeah. cam copy, obviously, because it's not going to be legit from Ray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, you, know. you think they make the fourth one or no? I don't know. They did that. They did the obviously Pitch Black is called mm-hmm. retrospectively yes. got called Chronicles of Riddick. Pitch Black. Then there's Pitch. Then there's Chronicles of Riddick. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one I had seen, which is just called Riddick. Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to call them all the Chronicles or something, <laughs> calling it the Riddick Chronicles of Riddick. Riddick. Like, what did yeah. you say, mate? Riddick. Riddick, mm-hmm. Riddick, Riddick. Are you doing? Are you trying to be a frog? No, Riddick, I'm trying Riddick. to tell you. Chronicles Riddick, of Riddick, Riddick, Riddick. <laughs> Riddick. Uh, I don't know. Apparently, they are keen. But the Chronicles of Riddick. I implore my friend Jimmy Green to check it out because the bit where the ship that looks like it's got all the faces on it, great big tall tower, lands on the planet, and then they all come out, and you know the way there, it's sort of the foreshadowed by a comet in the sky, and then they land and they take over this planet. I, I quite like. I quite like the Necromongers. I find them quite dark and scary. So you, so you enjoy the franchise as a whole? Yeah. Well, one thing I was going to, conf- when we get to this, quite links into quite slickly actually, because as as Stingray rips off down six and Main, see you later, Ray. I ask those that paid attention at the top of the show that know the show, and if you've never listened to the show before, I now ask Bobby what he's hoping to play. 
But I'm going to go first because I was halfway through saying to you, once I've got GTA 4 done, before I, if I've got time to get the DLC done before PlayStation 5 comes out, possibly, maybe, I don't know. With COVID, can't go out, can't do night. Maybe I have. Mm-hmm. But I was going to play the PS3 redo of the Xbox original classic, Escape from Butcher Bay. And I think it's packaged in with another game called Escape to Athena or Escape from Athena or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was going to play them, so I'd got myself in the mood. I quite like the franchise. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I do like it too. I enjoyed it. I wonder if they would have got like another actor. You think it would have been the same? Or um, mm-hmm. I don't know. See, because I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I just think certain roles fit him better. Yeah. And I, I kind of did like him in the Riddick movie. Whereas I really don't like him at all in Fast and Furious. Oh, I think he's really good in Fast and Furious. I just think he's like, I think he's just there as himself. But to be fair, he's there as himself in space in Riddick, isn't he? I mean, he just, he's, he has the same cadence to his voice. I mean, he's, there's some actors out there that play different characters in every movie that they're yeah. in. There's other characters who just play themselves in whatever situation that movie that they're signed up to is. I, I agree with you because I would say Ryan Reynolds plays himself in every movie. I think Bruce Willis quite a lot of the time oh, ends up playing hey, John yeah. McClane. John McClane and everything he's in. <laughs> he played John McClane in the remake of Death Wish. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what happened there, bro? Right? No, it's thought. true. It's true. It's very true what you said, yeah. And uh, to some degree, Sylvester Sloan plays. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more... He can be a bit of a character actor in a way if he wants... Yeah. If he really... If he's dialing it in, then not really. But if he's decided to absorb himself in the role, um, I think he can be pretty impressive. I I mean, think about it. Let's just say you took Rambo and Rocky. Yeah. And you just put those movies together. Yeah. They could almost fit, right? So he comes back from Vietnam, Mm -hmm. doesn't want to do with himself, starts to then box. Yeah. Then something happens and he has to like, nah, listen, you know, don't bother me, leave me alone. And he goes back into the mindset when he was in Vietnam and takes out the National Guard. That wow. could easily fit into they're the same character. So you're saying the John Rambo, Rocky, Maivia, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. Rocky, whatever. Mm-hmm. It is Balboa. the same Rocky Balboa. Yeah, I was talking about the Rock. The rock. <laughs> Can you smell la 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 la? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. He listens to this show. He's he's currently a 90 percenter. Mm-hmm. He just needs he to put something. Discord, it's over. If he if he joins the Discord mm-hmm. and posts something to Stingray's boot, mm-hmm. everyone else is toast. Yeah. Plus, if he gets if he goes on Twitter and gets one of his army of his fans, I mean, he, he can convince anyone to do anything. I think if he convince someone to listen to the show and then become 100 percenter, it'd be. His name would be in lights. I'd, I would literally stick patches on his skin. Yeah. I feel if he came to your house and gave you a weight, you would just automatically start working out. You'd feel compelled to. The motivation and whatever he tells you to do would just be there. He's a very inspiring person. He is. He's like a Will Smith that can lift weights. Yeah, he's a beautiful man. <laughs> he's a beautiful man. Anyway, 
I need to ask you quite rightly now, because you've listened through my drivel <laughs> of a game from about 10 years ago. Bobby, what are you, what are you hoping to play? Well, I'm going to finish uh, Army Army 4. I wish people I'm... could see the quiff you've got going on at the minute. You look like an extra from Greece. You look like yeah. Biff McTannan from the yeah. 50s. Yeah, if I don't put any uh, hair product, that's just a natural pompadour. So Whatever you're that. doing, you rock it. Oh, thank you very much. I want to do. I want to finish that game. I'm gonna probably finish it today, and then I want to finish. I, I should be able to finish uh, Strange Brigade uh, this week. Wow. Yeah, me and me and my boy Mom are really putting in time. See, he has a certain. He has two hours, really, to play now. From like uh, four to six thirty or four, oh maybe two and a half hours, and there goes Dave. And then um, see you, Dave. We have those, so I put that time in with him. Get it done. Okay. Is that it? Is that is it time to wish ourselves on our merry way? Go back to our our lives. I think, our yeah. Normal everyday lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Bobby. On that note. Oh, you know what I've done, don't you? I've forgotten that we end the show with that 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 same. And El Buccio insists now it's part of the. It's he owns it, so he says he wants to hear it every week. And you were waiting as well. You were like, mm-hmm, George, you've done it again, haven't you? You've gone to close. Yeah, the I was show. gonna just. I just was gonna wait a little bit. You you've not done the outro. But then I kept like you know giving that look, which no one can see but you. I kind of thought that look was like. You know, when this show's over, let's go have some private time. But now I realize that, you know, your bread's not buttered that way and I've yeah, made a complete fool of myself. No, you. no, because it's very subtle. If I turn my head a certain way, it's the same look. You know, just If you're at all interested, on completion of the show, give it 10 minutes and I'll be in my room wearing nothing but honey smeared all over my body. If you're not into that, that's absolutely fine. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, we'll just Listen. pretend I never said anything. It's the weekend. Let's go. Oh my goodness! Okay, well I better uh, I better brush my teeth and shave. That's all we have time for this week, listeners. As always, thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again uh, next week. Until then, happy gaming, and remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do that counts. Bobby, I need to borrow a razor, some talcum powder, and some industrial grade toothpaste from yourself. Have an absolutely cracking week. I'll see you again next time. Take care, Bobby. You too. See you later. Bye.